0: Hey everyone and welcome back to the 715. I'm your host Ria Shankar and today we have a very special guest for the episode. He he has played professional football but currently he is a DJ so please welcome Sherwin Norman. Okay so first of all thank you Sherwin for being part of this podcast. So for me and -hmm. for the listeners as well, introduce yourself, tell us what what are your passions which is actually what we're going to be talking about in today's podcast so well
1: my name is Shervin Norman well I'm coach in the day
0: and (laughs)
1: DJ in the night so I got a hectic lifestyle
0: so what do you coach
1: well at the moment I'm coaching football which is for the senior and the junior team you know schools and clubs and stuff like that
0: Were you coaching clubs yeah which club
1: well, I coached i athletes the juniors. I coached for a couple of academies mm-hmm. previously. So, like, during the summer holidays, stuff like that. When I'm free. When I have free time, basically.
0: Yeah. So, you said that you're a coach in the day mm-hmm. and you DJ at night.
1: Yep. That's so, the lifestyle. <laughs> so,
0: let's talk about your sleep schedule. I know there's not much to talk about that, but...
1: It's non-existent. Basically, there's, <laughs> there's not much sleep. So... Um, if I have school in the morning, that's from five a.m. till about you know two. I'll sleep during the day till about six. Get ready, go to work. Finish at about three. Sleep for like two hours and come to work again in the morning. So
0: how do you survive?
1: Um, coffee. <laughs> uh,
0: no, but no. Coffee Excuse and me. Red Bull. That's Oh Red Bull as well. Yeah, but. So you go home and you sleep after school.
1: Yeah, and you need a very clean diet <laughs> to have the energy to wake up.
0: So you uh, do you have a strict diet? You would say
1: not really. I just eat everything in moderation, but you know I have the energetic stuff. So that's like bananas, lots of carbs, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that.
0: Cool, so let's um, get into more about your football. Okay. So, you were telling me the other day that you played for Al Ahli. That's a professional club in the UAE. So, tell yep. us more about how you got into football, how did you end up at a professional club, and how you're <laughs> here right now.
1: Well, I started off very bad, a horrible player. That was about in grade four or five. And then, luckily, I had amazing coaches around me that, you know, helped me develop, condition, and eventually i made it to the school team that's where mm-hmm. i started so i made it to the school team juniors and then just with training and you know persistence i got up to the main squad which was the under 18s at the time how and old were you when i started, started playing on the 18 when i was 15 or 14 years old
0: that's pretty impressive
1: yeah so <laughs> <laughs> so i made it on there i made it on as a substitute a year later, or two years later, uh-huh. I was captain of the school team. So I was the youngest captain of the school had basically seen so far.
0: Nice. So how did you get from being part of the school team to a lastly?
1: So one of my teachers, he gave me really good advice. He was an ex-professional. He told me that as soon as the school life is over, like as soon as you graduate. <laughs> It's done for you. Like your football will be done if you don't make a move now uh-huh. and have an outside actual career. So if you don't build it from now, as soon as your school life's over, it's gonna be hard for you. So I took his advice and I went to you know a couple of school team matches and stuff. And I remember one of the coaches coming and telling me like you should come try out for the team. This is this, but I never really paid attention. It was like I was thinking small at the time. Hmm then when i heard my my teacher tell me that so i went on i was like call him up went for a trial got selected uh moved up the ranks within a couple of months mm-hmm. and yeah from there i went on to i was actually in the academy first then i moved on to the clubs okay so i basically got scouted from the academy to play in the club mm-hmm. alaqli as you mentioned i played under 21 so that wasn't the main team. I was like around, I don't know, 17, 18, when I was playing wow. for Al Ahly and the 21s. And at the time I was traveling with uh, the academy. So we were representing UAE mm. at international competitions, you know, in Sweden, Denmark, Amsterdam. So that gave me a lot of exposure to, you know, professional football wow. and like the talent around the world.
0: Yeah, that sounds amazing, actually. So why did you leave Al Ahly?
1: I left Al Ahly to go to the first team. I wanted to play in the first division, mm-hmm. first team. I wanted, you know, the best, <laughs> the best I could possibly get. So I moved to a smaller club, but a higher level. What's
0: the club?
1: Which you know? I played for Ajman, the first team. So that's D one, you know, professional football, no academy stuff, just yeah, yeah. You know, and it was really, really eye opener at first because it's a whole different story when you go from academy level to professional level like these are grown grown players grown men Mm -hmm. so they were obviously a lot stronger faster more committed they knew what they wanted so the lifestyle had to completely change Mm. so i had to be extremely focused get you know as much sleep as i could nutrition (laughs) everything so it had to be on point
0: would you say that you stood out
1: Hearing, uh, yeah I Most most players From the academies They don't already Graduate to the first team Because they're mostly International players And You know The best of the best Over here in Dubai Football is like Religion for them So hmm. If you're not Top of the food chain You're not gonna get in And like Even if you You're talented It's not enough It's absolutely not enough If you're not working Every day Do you know Build on that You're not gonna get a shot
0: yeah, no, I, I totally get that. So, so no, why did you leave the Ajman team now to do this, uh, DJ?
1: I left the Ajman team. Um, first of all, it was crazy training there, you know, every almost every day, and then matches and as well, because the place I live in is like, I don't know, about an hour away. Mm-hmm. So I'd go to training, that's one hour, train for about three hours, Come back another hour mm-hmm. Barely get enough rest And transportation It was a big of an issue okay. And then the contract they were offering me Wasn't really matching my agenda at the time So I had to let it go
0: So it was a couple of things Yeah,
1: it, I could have continued I could have continued with them But uh, I was looking for better options And that's when the pandemic hit So we kind of you know, took a break from that As soon as the pandemic hit, I went straight into DJing again.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about DJing. Actually, so when did you start, or when? How did you learn it?
1: My dad's a DJ, Mm -hmm. so he taught me all the foundation basics and stuff like that when I was really young. I think I was about nine years old, (laughs) spinning on like the best decks in the world. So it was like, I didn't realize it at the time, but it was a good skill to learn and like as soon as i got my basics done mm-hmm. all the other stuff just came easy cuz i was doing stuff at a much higher level than i was supposed to so i learned the hard way the old school way
0: right so where do you dj now
1: right now i'm playing at you know multiple clubs mm-hmm. at the moment they just open back up but uh, yeah i'm playing at you know penthouse i'm playing at high five i'm playing at exo club it depends where my promoters and where the managers, you know, tell me to play and where there's, you know, a big party happening.
0: Mm-hmm. So. so we were actually talking about how Sherwin's sets are. So how do you start? What is there? Do you follow any certain format for every <laughs> single set? I does? mean,
1: every, every DJ has their own style. Mm-hmm. So I learned from my dad <laughs> <laughs> that you, you start off slow. You always start off slow. When people are walking in, you play, you know, light background music so i usually like to start with house music you know some retros and stuff like that so
0: you just fa- find uh that on youtube or oh you no, no 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 your... no you
1: you need to you need to have your own set list you um. got uh what you call it you got dj pools so this is a place where djs go and find music new music old music that's a website it's uh it's like what you call apps hmm. so but these are online apps okay so you go to the web page and you find, you know, the music you like, you download it. Yeah. Now you got to keep in mind that these are all DJ edits. So like what you hear on the radio and what you have on your phone, like Spotify, Apple uh-huh. Music, these are just raw, like from the artists and labels. But the ones on the DJ pool, it's uh, more optimized for DJs. So like mixing in, mixing out would make it more simpler for us. Okay. I'm like, you know getting the list together Mm
0: -hmm. so So you find that you find the house music on dj pool
1: yeah you find all sorts of music on dj pools but uh, yeah you just need to you know make a set because most djs we follow you know we go like 10 songs or 15 songs depending on the night if it's like an all house night you're gonna need much more than that (laughs) but you know a normal night what i personally do i go for like around I'd say I play, in the first hour, about 30, 40 songs, house music. Then I move into some old-school hip-hop, you know, get the groove going, get Can people Can you name singing. any
0: artists? Old school? Yeah,
1: 50 Cent, number one. Yeah. You know, that's a... That's a short shot for DJs. We have, like, the bangers list, yeah. which is, you don't miss. You play the song, everybody knows it, everyone's gonna enjoy it. So, you have a couple of artists, like, you know, Neo, you got uh, Nelly... You got so many P Diddy, mm-hmm. all these guys from the old school. So,
0: so you do old school. So, for how long do you do that?
1: Let's say about another hour mm-hmm. or thirty minutes. It all depends on the crowd as well. If they're enjoying that kind of music, you keep it for a little longer than you usually do. And then you switch over as soon as you see the energy levels drop. Mm-hmm.
0: And then what do you go into?
1: Then we go into some dance music. So that's mostly Afrobeat, reggaeton, Latino music. So that's when people, you know, it's easy to dance to those mm-hmm. beats.
0: So what artists do you usually play during?
1: Right now, some of the biggest artists is Burner Boy. Mm-hmm. You got DeVito, all these guys. So they put out some great music. So, you know, these are the bangers today.
0: Yeah
1: So you can't let that energy level drop if, mm-hmm. you, if you play a song A popular song And then you go to Not so popular song People are gonna look at you like Yo yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing So stuff like that Do
0: people come up to you And be like Hey can you play this song
1: um, They try But I got bouncers all around me So they can't really get <laughs> to me In the club But when I play house parties They're all the time All the time
0: Oh. Is, does that annoy you?
1: Of course oh, yeah. <laughs> It's annoying But you know You never know You might get a good request True sometime, Fair so. enough
0: So after the dance uh, Type of music What do you go into?
1: Then you go into Straight 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 You know Top of the food chain Bangers Like
0: Mainstream music
1: Mainstream mm-hmm. hits Like only hits Because that's the time Where people are You know They're gonna let their head down And just go crazy uh-huh. So That's the party time That's when You know You gotta Get all the energy and you know, build the night.
0: Yeah. Well, wow, it sounds really fun. So uh, you've DJed. You've DJed at clubs. Yeah. And you've DJed at house parties. And mm-hmm. I know that you have uh, DJed at uh, some proms.
1: Yeah, a lot of proms. That's how I started my career, basically. In, mm-hmm. You know, DJing. I started with school proms. I started off my own prom. Yeah. My own school prom and my senior prom. So I was at a lot of proms. Yeah. 'Cause legal age over here is DJ in Dubai it starts from twenty-one. So you couldn't really get into the clubs and bars till mm-hmm. you were like twenty one.
0: Have you ever had a tough crowd?
1: Uh yeah, I've had a couple of tough crowds, but I always work my way around Because uh-huh. that's that's one of the keys of DJing, like you have to be versatile. If you can't just have one set of music and be good at it. You need to have like a lot, a lot of variation in your sets. So, say if hip-hop's not working, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? You go back to the old school. You go back to throwbacks. You go back to, like, house music. You go back to 80s music. You got to hit them with everything.
0: Yeah. 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 So, when that situation comes, when you see, oh, your crowd's not really vibing with your music, mm-hmm. do you start to panic or you you think you're calm? When uh,
1: you're not at all. When I see the crowd's not digging it as much, mm-hmm. I, you know, I pick up clues and tips. What? We read the body language, we read, you know, the age or, you know, the the music they'd be interested in. Mm-hmm. And then we switch over to that music. That's why you have to be versatile. If you were just, you know, stuck to one set of music and you have a different crowd, that's mostly... It doesn't usually happen, but it'll happen at house parties or something like, you know, last minute calls. Mm-hmm. You don't know where you're playing, new venue... You don't know the crowd at your venue. Yeah. Stuff like that happens all the time. But you need to be prepared.
0: If you stay till the end of that episode, thank you for listening. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. See ya.